Hi guys, happy Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. But today is Thursday for me. It's January 7th and it is 6.48 p.m. You may be asking yourself, Emma, what are you doing up so early? Well, maybe you wouldn't phrase it like that, but usually I record these at like 12 or 1 or 2 or 3 a.m. Because that's when I'm awake and that's when I'm like alone, you know, have the house to myself. However, I'm back in my apartment and all my roommates are gone and I'm feeling funky and up to recording. So it's 6.48 PM. Um, I don't really have a set topic for this podcast. I think it'll instead just be like a lot of little life updates and some thoughts. So for starters, um, I'm back in Columbus in my apartment. I'm the only one here. And honestly, it's been really nice. Hello. This is now my third time attempting to record this. So hopefully this time it works. It is now Friday, January 8th, 12:14 a.m. I don't know if you could hear, but in the last 2 seconds of the first part of this um recording my roommate walked in and I froze and so I ended what I was recording because I was slightly embarrassed um which means I am no longer alone in my apartment however this is my last night alone in my room before my lovely beautiful fantastic roommate returns later today which I am very much looking forward to it just means there might be a little pause before I continue podcasting or I'm just gonna have to start podcasting in my car which doesn't make it any weirder than podcasting in my room so anyway um updates on life I have really enjoyed the independence and freedom of being alone um Running errands are really fun. I've gone to Michael's and the post office and Kroger and the plant store and Goodwill. Probably bought more things than I need, but that's how it goes. I went and got a tattoo earlier this week. It's my second tattoo. My first tattoo I got on my inner arm, um, right above my elbow. And I would probably give that one like a 3 out of 10 on the pain scale. It kind of felt like someone was digging their fingernails into your skin. Um, which doesn't sound great, but like also not that bad. You know, there are definitely worse things to happen. And so this one I got on my ankle and I was expecting it to hurt a lot more, but surprisingly it, it didn't. It, I'm not a ticklish person, but if I had to describe how it felt to somebody else, I would say it tickled. So I guess that was pretty cool. It only took like 10 minutes to do. It was just handwriting. Um, And they did a great job with it. So if you're in the Columbus area and you're looking for a place to go get tattooed, I would highly recommend Travis at Evolved on Summit. Very good. But, uh, oh, um, another thing I've been up to, I'm like 
10 months late to the trend, which is kind of crazy to believe that we've been in this pandemic for 10 months, but I've been baking bread. So I made two loaves of zucchini bread earlier this week, and I made a loaf of banana bread tonight, and they're delicious and so fun. Um, maybe it's because I've had the whole kitchen to myself, and I've just had time. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. Raw zucchini bread batter is probably the best batter I've ever had in my life. And I love batter. Like raw cookie dough, I'll just I'll just I'll just buy tubes of cookie dough and just eat it raw and it's delicious. And brownie batter, everything. Nothing I've had so far. And please give me your suggestions because I will make them and I will eat them. But nothing has topped zucchini bread batter. So looking forward to that challenge. And um It'll probably be motivation to make more zucchini bread soon. But um, that's been pretty fun. Um, what else? Yeah, I bought two plants this week. I couldn't tell you what type of plant they are. One of them is really small. Um, it's like two fingers tall at its peak. And the other one, its leaves are kind of shaped like hearts. I don't know, but they're really cute and they were cheap, so I bought them. And then today, one of my coworkers, he has a lot of plants too. He propagated some, um, a golden pothos, and gave it to me. So that's really fun. So now I have like 12 plants instead of nine. You can never have too many plants. Um, I guess just some other thoughts I've been having. Um, I really wish that Spotify could tell you, so you can see on Spotify who's following you, but I wish Spotify would tell you who's liked your playlists because in my head, I'm thinking, wow, if I knew who liked my Spotify playlists, I would definitely invest a little bit more into our friendship. And I know that might sound, sound a little bit vain, but people who have a good taste in music, aka People who have the same taste in music as me. You know, I want to get with that. <laughs> um, you know, they're probably cool people. I think I'm a cool person, so I think they're cool people if they like the music I like. That's that's what I'm trying to say. So um, that's been good. I miss having social media. I'll get to that in a little bit. But I miss having social media because even though all my tweets would get, like, no likes, like, maybe one or two from, like, people who are like, Emma, you're sounding a little bit desperate. I'll give you a bump of encouragement, but don't do this again. Um, just being able to tweet really stupid things that come into my head. It's, like, one of my great joys. And I can't do that. Another thought I had, oh, this one was going to be good. Hmm. What was it? Oh, I remember. So I'm not completely sure yet if I want to get married or not. Um, yeah, but I've decided I want kids. So if I get married, I'd like to have like boys 
I know I have no, I have no control over this really. I would love to have twin boys and maybe like a third kid, but definitely boys if I have my own. But if I don't get married, I want to adopt and I would probably adopt a girl in that case. And I think personally, I'd be a better boy mom. Um, I think boys are easier and I think that I would be more comfortable raising boys. Um, I think I'm just afraid of having like a really girly girl and I was never a really girly girl. So I don't know how much I could like bond with them. Um, so I'm pushing gender norms, which I shouldn't be doing, but I guess it's ingrained in my head. Not that I can't work through that. Anyway, I matched with this guy on Hinge earlier this week. I'm off dating apps too, but I've been on them. Um, I matched with this guy and I was talking about how I wanted, how I, I didn't like kids because I really don't. Um, I don't think I'll really like kids until I have my own, which kind of stinks. Or maybe if I become an aunt, if my sister has kids before me, maybe I'll like those kids. But generally speaking, I'm not a, I'm not great with kids because I don't know how to talk to them. Like, I know how to talk to people who, <laughs> who think like I do and who are older than me or about my age because I can relate to them. But I cannot relate to a three-year-old who just wants to play with toys. I, I cannot talk to them. It's not how my brain works. So I'm not very good with kids, but I was talking to this guy on Hinge about how I how I wanted boys because I think my um, hobbies align more with stereotypical guy things than girl things. And I had mentioned to him that I was pushing gender norms and stereotypes. And he was like, oh, I didn't think so. I wasn't worried about it. And I was like, like he's a nice kid. I don't. I'm not talking to him anymore because I'm. I'm not. I'm not ready for that. But he just kind of dismissed it, and I was like, "Sir, that is a little bit unattractive, if I may say so," because I think I've started to care a little bit more about the political standing and beliefs of my friends because I've seen how corrupt of a world we live in, and people who do not understand. People who are more in the mindset of um, more passive, I would say. It just irks me a little bit. That was tangential. But, yep, there's my stance on kids. Oh, but I would want to adopt a girl because I think we'd have a, a stronger bond. Just being like a single mother with a daughter. I don't know. I think that would be really cool. Um, we'll see what happens, though. I got a lot of years down the road before I need to be worried about getting married or having kids. Um, but I know the adoption process is pretty lengthy, so... <sighs> this is okay. I'm just thinking out loud. I don't have to worry about this. Um, yeah, so I guess the meat of this podcast, even though it's already been going for 11 minutes. Um, I want to talk about social media. So I know in my last podcast, I literally talked about social media the whole time. Um, but I've decided to delete my Instagram. I still have the page up. I've just deleted it off my phone um, and logged out of my accounts. And 
and I'm not I'm not going on it. I posted something and I was like, hey, everybody, I'm going to delete my account because I talked I talked to this really wise guy. I know. Um, and after the conversation, I had I've always wanted to delete my social medias um, and I have many times before. It's really difficult, though, because the idea and even the act of wiping your social self away um, while doing that is really freeing and liberating. It is pretty lonely because it's kind of like you've made this decision to step outside of the box, but everybody else that you know and all of your friends are still in this box. and. It's like FOMO. Um, You're really not missing out on life. You're really not because it doesn't matter whether or not you have social media. You can still do you you can still do everything that people with social media are doing if you don't have social media. It's just not broadcasted for other people to see. And I think I've gotten to this point where I base my perception on what I look like online rather than what I look like as a human being. Um, And that's problematic. I don't like that. Um, But anyway, it's like this FOMO that you kind of feel like, wow, I can see or I know that all these people are online and their lives look really glamorous. And my life, nobody can see that I'm doing well. Nobody can see that I'm putting myself out there and posting things on Instagram and on social media that makes me look like I'm living a really good life and I'm having a lot of fun. People can't see that anymore. And I'm craving that that boost of my ego and increase in self-esteem and the likes and the gratification that I get from other people seeing me do well. And that's gone. And I know that that sounds really twisted coming out of my mouth that, Emma, why do you care so much about what people think of you? I don't know. I literally, I don't know. I think all of us do though. Um, And so I've got some things that I need to work on. I work out and I think being off of Instagram will hopefully give me those answers. Um, Yeah, that wasn't what I was expecting to come out of my mouth, but all of it was true. So two days ago, I um, had reached another point where I was like, oh, I'm deleting social media. I'm spending too much time on it. It's not even giving me joy, bringing anything to my life. So I sent a text to this guy. He's not my friend because we've never talked in person. But I think he's really wise. Anyway. So I sent a message to him and I was like, hey, um, I have this kind of like more important meaning of life kind of question. If you'd be up to answer it. Because I really respect and enjoy his views and opinions. So um, because I don't know him, I thought it would be really cool just to hear what he had to say. And hear what his experiences were. So 
I messaged him and I sent this voice message and I was like, hey, um, explained where I was with social media, how I wanted to delete it, but I wanted to know what his experiences had been and how he kept from getting lonely after you delete it because because of everything that I already explained, the FOMO, um, just this loneliness that comes about. And he talked a little bit about his experiences. Um, he deleted social media more of the fact that it was a distraction of what he wanted to do with his life and what was most important in his life. Um, and one thing that he, that he said that really stuck with me was about seeking fulfillment over gratification. And it blew my socks off because we live in a world where we seek gratification, um, instant gratification. You take a picture, you have it. You don't have to wait for, you know, I have a film camera and I take my 36 photos and those 36 photos might take me several months to take. And then I send in my film and then it takes time for them to develop and then they have to send it to me. And then it's great because I get these pictures back and I get to see everything that I did over the past one, two or three months that I may have forgotten about. Um, But now we have iPhones and everything. and, And if you're feeling a little bit low, you can just post something on social media and within seconds you'll get likes and you'll get comments and you'll get people telling you how pretty you are and you get this validation and this gratification that that you build on and you become addicted to and so I think the hardest part about leaving social media isn't going to be you know not having something to do in my free time or not being able to see see what my friends are doing. It's not going to make me less social of a person. It's going to decrease my, the gratification I get from others. Um, Because whether I know it or not, every time I post, whether I admit it or not, I am looking or maybe internally I'm craving those likes and that response from people. Um, So instead, I want to be living for fulfillment. And as a Christian, I know that my greatest fulfillment is going to come from relationship with God. But even outside of that, for those of you who might not be Christians, or even of those, those of you who are, because, because I can find, of course, I can find, I can find fulfillment in Jesus Christ, but I can find fulfillment in the people he created and the things that he created and the way he created me and the things I can do. And so I'm trying to figure out what my purpose is. Um, I know that I'm called to love people and to love them well. And I think one of the um, greatest things I've realized is that I've been neglecting the people that have been placed physically in my life for the people that I see online. Not that the people online and the people you may not know as well and those strangers aren't in just as much of need of love and support and a safe space as the people who are in person, but I'm really missing out on loving the people around me 
by being so focused on speaking to the people online. And yeah, I'm someone who really enjoys small groups um, and enjoys one-on-one. And so I think this will be a really unique and good opportunity for me to be more intentional with people in person. Yeah. Um, Another thing. So I had mentioned how gratification, we're familiar with the concept of instant gratification and receiving what we want when we want it. And so I have anticipated that searching for fulfillment over gratification is going to be difficult because it's going to take time. I'm not going to just wake up one day and be fulfilled <laughs> because there's no person on earth who can completely completely fulfill me. There's nothing I can do on earth that's going to completely fulfill me. Um, frankly speaking, I mean, it won't be until heaven until I've had that fulfilled life, but I surely can search for it here on earth. Um, and it's going to take a while. And right now I'm, I'm prepared for it, but I know it's going to get hard and I'm probably going to have to ask people for affirmation and learn how to do that and learn how to ask for the things that I need, which I'm not good at. Um, but I'm really hoping it'll be a growing and stretching experience. So those are my thoughts for now. Um, I do have <laughs> song recommendations. I know that was a lot of words, a big speech. And so going from that to songs is a change in pace. But um, let's see, the recommendations I have are covers. So let me find it. The first one I wanted to share was by Tyke James. I think I, um, oh, it's by Tyke James and Georgia James. Oh, I bet they're siblings. But it's Ring of Fire. So they're covering Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire, and I loved it. Um, and then another one that I wanted to mention is Cotton Eye Joe by Ignant Benches. I really love it. It's really slowed down, um, but I actually know the words to Cotton Eye Joe now. I really recommend that one. Um, yeah, I think those are it. If you have any good covers or, or stripped versions or acoustic versions of songs, please send them my way. Um, as far as book recommendations go, I talked a bit about books in the beginning. Um, I would give The Girl on the Train four out of five stars. It was suspenseful um, and just really good progression. I really liked it. Um, I haven't read any other books Oh, I suppose I can give you an old book recommendation, something I read a while ago. Um, let's see. Hmm. 
Okay, one that I really liked um, is called Grace by Max Lucado. I read that back in March, um, and it was really good. I think Grace is a difficult thing to fully get a grasp of, and that book made me feel like I was beginning to have an understanding of it. So I would recommend that one. Yeah, and I don't want to give all my good books away, so... I think that will be it for today. Um, I hope to be back soon. We shall see. But enjoy your weekend or week. And good luck with school on my OSUers. Hope you're ready to grind for Monday. That's all I got for today. Have a good one.